You should do as your master says. Destroy it. She would have done it. Stay back! But you're not like her, though, are you? More than you know. I know you feel that Ezra Bridger is the only family you have left. You don't know what you're talking about. I know that's what's holding you back. Your family died on Mandalore because your master didn't trust you. Sabine. You and I share a common goal to make this journey. You to be reunited with your long-lost friend, and I to serve a greater good. Come with me, willingly. I give you my word. No harm will come to you. Sabine. You will be reunited with your friend. It's the only way. Do it. For Ezra. Ahsoka, Ashoka, ooh, I wanna talk about some Star Wars, some Jedi, soon you'll realize I don't know much about her, but that never stops me, Ahsoka, Mandalorian man, that's the name of this podcast show. But you already know I talk about more than that. Star Wars and Disney Plus. If it's live action, then I must record myself as I discuss a galaxy long ago. Like the Ahsoka show. Ahsoka, Ashoka, ooh, I wanna talk about some Star Wars, some Jedi. Soon you realize I don't know much about her. Ooh, welcome to the Ahsoka Ashoka. Each week I'll talk about an episode without taking one note of the Ahsoka show. Is through. May the force be with you. Greetings, Star Wars fans, and welcome back to the Ahsoka Ashoka, where today I'm going to talk about episode four of Ahsoka, part four, Fallen Jedi. The episode just came out about an hour 
and 13 minutes ago, I'll say. I just finished it maybe two or three minutes ago. This was another episode written by Dave Filoni, and this was directed by Peter Ramsey, who I've mentioned in the past. He's directed an episode of The Mandalorian, and he was also one of the directors of uh, Into the Spider-Verse. So uh, he makes good things. Um, Something's occurred to me while watching this episode, and just kind of in general, is this... I feel like more than any other show so far, this one feels like it really is geared to those folks who have watched the cartoons. And as you, as I've mentioned, I'm not that person. I I want to be that person. I started to be and then I and then I wasn't, but I want to be that person, but I feel like you'll you'll get more out of it. You know, I'm looking at it as a person watching a show knowing these character, knowing a couple characters in, in you know I I read Heir to the Empire uh so that I could get a better idea of the first time Snoke I'm uh, Snoke first time Thrawn was ever um uh, part of the Star Wars world but um you know we're we're four episodes in and he's just been talked about uh I wonder and and again when we do see him He's going to be the one, the the Thrawn that more pe- people are more associate with the the shows, the the animated shows. It's going to be you know acted out by the same fella who did the voice. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is I am enjoying this, but I can understand while you know, especially with this show, knowing more going in would make you appreciate it even more so. Like uh, that whole droid chopper, you know, I I saw something that was like, chopper's in this. I'm like, oh, he he's he's a previous character. Okay. Uh, and I saw the title. Now, of course, I'm not going to, I mean, we we're, I'm not spoiling anything. You've seen it. The, the title of this episode, Fallen Jedi. Uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. What is that reference? And I mean, it could be a couple things. Couldn't it be really when you? And I'm just looking at it from this episode. So I typed in on Google.com, the, the website for Google. I typed in Fallen Jedi, and wouldn't you know, there's a video game called Fallen Jedi. So I wonder if that's an Easter egg for something. I don't know. I know that last week there was this whole. Um, a lot of people were starting to think, who is. Uh, what's his name? You know, who is what's his name? The, the fella in the mask uh, who we, um, don't they give him a name? I know they give him a name and he's got the Inquisitor spinny um, lightsaber. And again, you guys, the, the, the hardcore fans know of this um, in- Grand Inquisitor stuff. I did not. The first time I saw Grand Inquisitor was during the uh, Obi-Wan, right? Was it the Obi-Wan show? Some of them are starting to blend. It was the Obi-Wan show, right? Because that was the one where we got, you know, so much Darth Vader and it was in the other show. But this dude, like, who is he? Oh, is he Starkiller? Oh, is he this? Is he that? I don't know who Starkiller is. I know Starkiller... 
was a base in one of the movies, but I was like, I don't know who this is, who they're saying this is. Well, it seems like none of that matters after this episode, doesn't it? Doesn't it seem like, oh, that was a moot, moot subject? Uh, and also, I'm enjoying this, and I want to see where we're going, but when I thought about, you know, sometimes I... Sometimes I spill my iced tea bottle. Thankfully, it's empty. But um, I drank it while recording a different podcast. Hold on. Editing editing is for nerds. I'm not going to edit that out. Uh, so while I enjoyed what happened in this episode, I think about like other shows that I do sometimes. It's like, oh, I got to keep track with this episode. Like I used to do a Mad Men show without any notes. I wouldn't even be looking... Like with it, with the Star Wars stuff, I kind of scrub through it. I watch it, then I scrub through it silently, and I remember, I remind myself, oh, this is what happened, even though I just watched it. And with that show, I was like, I need to go through each character and talk about what each one did separately. Um, I guess my point is, is that what actually happens in this episode is a lot. It's not a lot, but a lot at the same time. Like I'm thinking, well, they did this, they went there. Fight, 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 and they head off. Like it's all about getting this map, all about getting this map, all about, well, they got the map. Okay, now it's all about the next thing, I suppose. So we left them off, and I, and, and then I, I go back and I get a clip for the show. After I record, I go, oh, it's a, it's a hyper loop because they need all those hyper engines to make the jumps, to make the various jumps from galaxy to galaxy to get to Thrawn. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even mention that in the episode. People must be screaming into their FM radios that you have the FM radio, then you have the cassette tape, uh, and then you have the wire from the cassette tape going down into your uh, your iPod. That's how I assume you're listening to this right now. Uh, and people are screaming at that, and um, because you know, I but I've warned you. I'm watching this, and I'm just talking. And I also am watching this with the eyes of a guy who loves this stuff, but isn't quite that knowledgeable. But you've know, you figured that out already. So we've got so we pick up with Sabine and Ahsoka where they were at the end of the last episode. They're stranded in the woods, uh, and of course, our evil—not um, Jedi, but our evil folk. Remember, they said we are not Jedi. The master and apprentice, they know. So they want to um they want to find them. They want to take them out. Uh but while that's going on, we got um Hyung, Hyang, Robot Man. He's working on trying to fix the robot. Um Sabine's trying to work on fixing the robot. There's just uh, not the robot, they're trying to fix the ship. Uh you're already like, what the hell is he talking about? They're stranded right now. They want to get to a contact with Hera, but at the, at the mean in the meantime, they're trying to fix the ship. And Ahsoka's like, "Listen, I know you want to go get Ezra, okay? But if it comes down to not getting Ezra to stop them from being being able to get Thrawn, you know, can I trust you to make the right decision? Because uh, you know." his life is not more important than allowing Thrawn to be the, and then she should have looked right into the camera and said, the heir to the empire. 
And then there should have been a QR code that popped up that allowed you to, to, to buy that book, which I did. I'm going to read the full Thrawn tr- trilogy. doesn't sound like I need to for this show, but I am going to continue because that first book, even though the, that is quote-unquote legends now and not canon, um, I don't care. I don't care. A good story with, with characters I like, that's all I care about. Uh, so they're at the ship, and she's like, yeah, you know, can I trust you? He's like, yeah, you can trust me, you know, to make the, the, the big decision. Uh, so uh, Ray Stevenson's like, you know, head out there and go get them because um, there is a robot in the woods watching them. They found them. They tracked them down. They're like, all right, bring the guards. They, they'll get through the guards pretty easy, but they won't get through you two, right? Right? Can I trust you, my apprentice, and this other guy in the mask? Great, who I apparently... It could that much have happened? I'm getting ahead of myself, but they're gonna head and head off and go try to fight uh, our heroes. So, and that's what exactly what they do. So, um, Hyong, the robot, I, I will never freaking get his name right. I'm going to type in. I'm going to go onto the IMDb, and I'm going to see his name is Huang. Huang. That's his a name. Great. Okay, so uh, he's trying to fix things and he feels something, he notices something approaching and what is it? Boom. It's a bunch of uh, bad bad robots. Now, I was trying to think, have we seen a lot of droid fights? Have we seen any droid fights? I know... In the first three movies, we see droids. A lot of them are people in costumes, so they're not quite that articulate in the way they move. But um, I'm wondering how many droid fights we have. This is a pretty good one. And I'm, I'm a big fan of CGI that looks tactile. You know, I don't, I'm not worried about, I mean, yes, we have the CGI that where it looks like a person or it looks like a creature, uh, but when it looks like something that is um, like just metal and you realize, I don't think these are puppets, you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming at some point we're seeing puppets, but the fact that this dude is made is, you know, CGI, I'm a big, big, big proponent of that stuff. Uh but now the big thing is, of course, uh, the bad guys know they're there and they need to head out. But the ship's going to be uh, a bit of an issue. So what, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Um, while that's going on, we go up to the fleet, the New Republic fleet, and we see Hera and her son. I want to say his name is Jason or Jace. And they're leaving. They were told not to intervene not to get um, involved, but she's going and she's bringing her son so she can endanger his life and chopper the droid and a handful of, uh, of X-Wing fighters. One of the dudes we definitely have seen before in the Mandalorian. So, and this takes place at first I thought, Oh wow, they gave him a white beard. They made him older. And then I'm like, wait, where are we in this timeline? Andor takes place. Uh, after, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, if I'm trying to do the shows in the timeline, Obi-Wan Kenobi is first, right? Then Andor. Then 
everything out and that they take place you know Obi-Wan Kenobi takes place right after um you know fairly after the prequels a, um Andor takes place right before the original trilogy and then the Mandalorian Book of Boba Fett and uh Ahsoka take place after the original trilogy in the car in the the most recent timeline. Well, actually, no, it's not the most recent timeline because that's still, what is it, 20 years before the, the sequel trilogy. Achi machi, so much going on. Um, but, okay, what was the point of that? I have no idea. Oh, except that the guy just had a gray beard. That's what it all came down to. So one guy's like, you can't leave. She's like, well, it seems like I'm doing it. I still don't know why she brought her son, but maybe so they can't use her him against her. Uh, so... She takes off in her ship and five X-Wings and they pew, they they space fly out of there. They go to ludicrous speed. Ludicrous, ludicrous speed, go. They take off. Meanwhile, we got um Morgan Elsbeth, we got Ray Stevenson, they got that map going again, you know, with the big CGI looking holographic dome. And it's like it's it's calculating things. So of course we have a ticking clock that we have to wait for. And I like that it's all in, none of it's in like a, in, in a language we understand, but it still is shown in a logical console that makes sense that you can put two and two together that every time this, this screen blinks, you can see it's trying to complete a circle. And when the circle's complete, they have the coordinates that they need. So, they realize the ship's going to take a long time. So Ahsoka and Sabine are like, let's go. And they run through the woods to try to get to um, where the rest of them are with the... And I was trying to figure out, how do they know to go down there to the hologram place? You know, I don't remember. I, I don't even know. Uh, and you're probably screaming at your uh, at your transistor radio or the cassette that you transfer this podcast to. You are you are you are beside yourself, but you're still listening. So that says something. That says something about you, probably. But that's neither here nor there. I appreciate it. So they're running through the woods, uh, running through the woods, and what do they see? Uh, of course, they see the apprentice. I don't know her name. The blonde apprentice, and the masked man, the masked inquisitor. I know they gave him a name. I want to say his name is Mollusk. That isn't right. That's a that's some sort of shell fish creature. And we get some pretty cool lightsaber uh, fights here between two separate ones. You know, you got you got Sabine fighting with lightsaber stuff, but not having the force. You got the apprentice woman uh, who's battle um, Shin battling, um, and I love when they chop through trees and stuff. Like to, to show just that this this thing is like is like slicing through warm butter. Uh, I I like all that stuff. Again, that tactile, real feeling in a world of you know high high sci-fi fantasy. Uh, while that's going on, you got Ahsoka battling Inquisitor Man. He brings out he brings out the spinny thing. He's like spinning that thing up, and he goes to take out Ahsoka, and she's like, "Oh yeah." Chop uses the lightsaber, and this dude's like, he's got his little slice. He's like, oh no, turns to green dust or something like that, right? And just disappears. I'm like, wait, 
what? Why is it in Star Wars we always get this character who seems, or at least recently, or at least Snoke, <laughs> you get a character that seems like uh, mysterious and important, and then is just, uh, that's it. He's just, he's killed, and he's realized, I mean, Snoke was even worse. He, like, he wasn't even really a thing or something, right? A clone. But with this dude, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what did that mean? And that's a thing where it's like, if it's something, like, you're watching it like, oh my goodness, his Jedi, his, his Sith essence has left his body, and he's, he's going to reconvene. I don't know those things, and that's unfortunate for someone who doesn't watch. Uh, who doesn't have the knowledge of you know of watching these these animated shows? But if it's just like oh that's how he died, then that's how he died. Or if it's something else where maybe there is something going on. Why? What? What? What was that green smoke or dust? Was that just him dying? Was it him being uh, like because he had a slice in his? He was like open to the elements, the air. He wasn't supposed to be able to breathe air. Why did this happen? Like, I don't know these things. I didn't look it up. I don't have any Easter egg. I could read an article and maybe like, oh, wow, that harkens back to uh, Fall of the Jedi Empire 2 that was on the Sega Genesis. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't remember that. I did have one video game, one um, Star Wars game. I think it was for the Sega CD. No, it was either the Sega CD. I think it was for that or for the first PlayStation. And... The, the coolest, the game kind of stunk. The, the, the graphics were okay, but hearing the music was like, oh my goodness, that is amazing. Um, and, and like, we had a couple consoles. I never had a Star Wars computer game. I did have Wing Commander 3 that we bought for our IBM. Could barely play that thing, but Mark Hamill was in it, so that's why I bought it. Uh, so, okay, where was I? So the battle's going on. Uh, she... Ahsoka wins, kills the the mysterious man in the mask. While um, that's going on, uh, the the fight between Sabine and um, Shin gets almost to the point where Shin's about to take Sabine, uh, Shin's about to take Sabine out, knocks her down. Sabine goes to use the Force. You're thinking, here she goes. She's finally going to be able to use the force against someone because they did tease that. I I hate when a show teases something in the trio in the previously on. You're like, why are they showing her move the cup? Oh, because her the force power is going to come into play. Ugh, I hate that. I want to be completely in the in the dark and then have it all spelled out to me. I don't want. I got to skip those previously ons. But um, she puts her hands up. Nothing happens. Shin's like, you don't even have any power. But she's like, oh, yeah, but I'm a Mandalorian. Pachew! And then she uses a little uh, a little uh, wrist rocket to, to blast her. And Shin's like, the hell with this. Boom, gets the hell out of there, leaving uh, Sabine by herself in the woods. While that's going on, uh, Elsbeth's like, Morgan's like, I'm going to go up to the ship. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to go up to the ship and get things prepared. While you do this again, I don't know how powerful this woman is, but she left uh, Ray Stevenson alone. So it's like, well, you know what's happening, and what happens? Asago shows up in an even better battle because they were both calm. The way they talked to each other was like two adults having a conversation, 
and then they had a a, a space laser space sword fight um it was pretty spectacular uh but at one point ahsoka does get a little distracted because she looks over her shoulder and um sees that uh shin shows up but not Sabine. She's like, oh my God, Sabine. Now she does get the upper hand at one point. She gets the map. She doesn't destroy it, but she takes it off directly using her hand, takes it off the, um, the, I don't know, the altar that was magically making it do things. Uh, Ray Stevenson was calling it witchcraft. Was the name Balin? Balin was calling it witch, witchcraft. Uh, and I guess there are witches in the Star Wars world, but, um, I don't, uh, I don't know why it burned Ahsoka's hand. She dropped it, and then the battle continued. Um, but before, uh, what's his name had a chance to take out. Um, wait a minute. Before Balin had a chance to take out Ahsoka, uh, Sabine shows up and picks up the map, puts her gun to it to threaten to, to shoot it, and Balin's like, "Yeah, I don't care." He's, he knocks. Uh, Soka off doesn't kill her doesn't like chop her head off or anything thankfully that would make the show uh very short but drops her off a cliff into the ocean uh and then he tell he kind of uses his charm to talk to sabine and be like you know i understand how you are i know you're looking for ezra we can help each other i know what you want i know you've been you know dissatisfied blah 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 he's like preying on her insecurities to get her to give him the map so that we can find them together. He goes, you want this? I want the greater good. Um, oh, because earlier Ahsoka's like, you wanna, you're going to allow them, you know, you're going to do this and go to war? He's like, I'm not going to war. He goes, I'm, I see the greater good through. I will go to war. But yes, he understands you have to destroy it and to be able to create. That seems to be his thing. Again, at this point, you start to wonder, is he, he must be the fallen Jedi, right? Even though he says, I am no Jedi, at one point, he must have been. He talked about Anakin. He talked about his training. Now, he said Anakin. He didn't say Darth Vader. He did say what he had become, uh, but he didn't say, but he still called him Anakin, so I'm assuming they trained together at some point in the Jedi Academy, or... I don't know, during the Clone Wars. I don't know. Um, but uh, he's like, is that why you ab- you abandoned him? And she's like, I'm not going to talk about my past. I thought she was going to say he's the one who abandoned me, but instead she says, I'm not going to talk about my past. That was cool. But when he talks to, um, when he talks to Sabine, he gets it, like, he gets the, um, he gets the map back. Whatever he says, He's like, listen, I promise you, nothing will happen to you on my word. And that's the crazy thing is when I listen to him, I'm like, oh, he's telling the truth. He's absolutely, t- now his, his final, um, like his ultimate goal is, uh, well, he's getting paid. Well, he got paid to get Morgan Elsbeth out. But his ultimate goal obviously is evil. But what he's telling her to allow him to get to that goal, I 100% believed. And in fact, when Shin showed up and started messing with her, he's like, Shin's like, oh, it was force choking her. He's like, let her go. Let her go. 
but they did put her in handcuffs. They put her in handcuffs. They brought her to the ship. Oh, they plugged the map back in or put it back on his little stand, his little wireless charging stand. And uh, it was able to complete the uh, final connection to get the, the last piece of the map. Star Wars and their maps. And now they know exactly where they need to go. So they're like, let's prepare this Hyperloop. While that's going on, they bring Sabine back to the ship. While that's going on, Hera and and uh, the X-Men folks show up uh, just in time. And, you know, uh, Huang, Huang uh, explains what's going on. And they get up there at the exact moment they get up there, maybe two seconds later, the uh, Morgan Elizabeth's like, yeah, there's no consequence of, uh, to us. Let's go. They turn on the hyperspace drives and boom, fly right through the, like right over them. Uh, and it totally blows them crazy up. Like a bunch of the X-Wings get blown off course. They smash into each other. Uh, they don't all explode, but some of them do. Uh, luckily, Hera and her ship is okay. They're shaken up. But her son's like, Mom, I have a bad feeling. I wanted him to say, about this, about this. But he didn't. Uh, so what I really liked in that scene was off in the distance, seeing the trail of the Hyperloop, Hyperring, whatever it is, uh, seeing like the the hype, the the you know, light speed trail, like you actually can see the ship going. It's going so fast, but you can still like you can there's still like a trail. I really dug that. I thought that was kind of cool. That was just a little aesthetic thing that I thought was cool. But now uh I guess Hera's gonna probably land, go see Huang. They're gonna have to go find Ahsoka because she was thrown off a cliff. Where is she? I don't know, but she seems to be in some sort of dream world. Because she wakes up, she hears a voice, it's like, hey, Snips. And even I, even I, who has very little knowledge of these characters, I know that he, that, that um, Ahsoka was always called Snips by Anakin Skywalker. She's like, Master? And then we get one shot, and we, he turn, we turn, and there he is again, Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker, I almost said Christian Haydenson. Um, okay, I actually said Christian Haydenson, and then I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. Went back and edited that part out. So I can edit sometimes when I look foolish. But luckily, uh, well, then I explained it to you, so I still feel foolish. Either way, uh, we see Hayden Christensen again back as um, as Anakin Skywalker in the Sith look. So I guess... Yeah, he's got the longer hair, so this is the the probably the attack of the clones or the um, Clone Wars look too. But he he's not evil. He's got a smile on his face, and she's like Anakin. And of course, we're this is some sort of vision, or in some sort of um, you know dream world because it's she's almost like in space with all these like uh, rings, like they're not like the rings of Saturn, but almost kind of like that. And they're, that's what she was standing on. It was a little watery. I didn't know what exactly it was, but it was pretty, um, it was cool. And it was cool to see. Now, I I think IMDb like, spoiled it and said he was part of the cast. I think I might have saw it someplace. So this wasn't a, I, I, this wasn't a like, whoa, he's back. It's like, oh yeah, he's back. There he is. 
cool. I mean, it was even more incredible, but even though we knew he was going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi. But then I thought, wait a second. Earlier on, I thought maybe um, uh, Ray Stevenson there, Balin, Borlin, Bulin, I forget his name. Maybe he's the fallen Jedi. Then Sabine kind of turns and gives the map back. Now she is in handcuffs, but I'm thinking, oh my goodness, is she the fallen Jedi? But then we get to the end. Now, technically, fallen, you'd think, means turns bad. But Ahsoka fell off the cliff, so there's a fallen Jedi. And then finally, the most famous fallen Jedi, Anakin Skywalker. We see him as the last thing. And they even get this little, like this evil sound. Now, uh, it was the, the, the closed captioning said, subtitles said, um, Darth Vader theme. I was like, was it? Maybe it was a shot of it. I, I don't know. But whatever it was, it was, it was cool. But at the same time, it's not, it doesn't give me like unsettling vibes because this is a vision. Like this is years later. This isn't. This is years after. Uh, after Anakin turned into an old man. Uh, years after he took off his his helmet, and Dar- and then Luke, um, you know, burned him on on a funeral pyre. So this is a. It's a vision. But wait a second. Wait a second. Or, or, is it a like a force ghost type of thing? where it actually is his his spirit, his essence. But if it is, wouldn't he, hmm, wouldn't he be, like, remember they replaced him at the end of Return of the Jedi, and he was kind of, it was before his hair went long, which made him look a little more evil, let's be honest. Um, wouldn't he be the younger version of himself if this was a, uh, like, a real spectral like part of you know uh, part of his spirit uh visiting or is it probably makes more sense that it's just a vision right golly what a nerdy couple of thoughts i just had isn't it great ain't star wars the greatest even if you don't know what's going on with all the characters and all the references this episode still had some pretty badass lightsaber battles and that can that you can never uh, be mad at that. Plus, I'm I'm. It wasn't until this episode where I looked at Ahsoka's um, lightsabers. I was like, "Those are freaking cool. Those white ones." Now again, old old uh, news for for you know folks who have been watching her this character for years. But for someone who again doesn't you know just watched a couple doesn't remember much of it needs to go back. Seeing these white lightsabers and like being like, wow, those like they really look cool, and the two of them together, and having them fight the red. Plus, anytime you get like the lightsaber gets closer to the camera, and, and that's the, the dominant sound, like like oh, I just love that stuff. The sound design, um, but I think that's it. So in this episode, what did we learn? We learned that Hera is out. She's left the New Republic. She's joining Huang, and uh, they're going to probably join with, get connected with um, 
Ahsoka, and then they need to go save Sabine and Ezra, though I bet you Sabine is going to do some saving of herself while she's on the ship. She's not just going to be a victim. This is These are all guesses. And then at some point, we'll finally see the Grand Admiral. But probably not next episode. Probably. Unless they can really uh, hyper jump. They have enough hyperdrives on there. Oh. So that's it, I think. I think I'm ready to call it a day. But I want to thank you for listening. This was a... Um, this is a good episode. Again, though, fairly simplistic. Think about it. They go, they're stranded. So um, the bad guys go to take, try to take them out. Doesn't work. They go to try to take the bad guys out. There's a fight along the way. They get there. They, they get close to doing it, but they don't stop them from fi- finishing the map. They finish the map. They leave. At the end, other allies show up too little too late some of them get killed let's move on to the next episode i think that's the the quick the quick easy the reader's digest version uh i don't know why i just did that in a very bad johnny carson oh it got worse i'm not i'm gonna stop right there so listen my friends you can find me on twitter on instagram on threads and on mastodon.social at geek mentality you can find the show Nowhere, we don't have any. Uh, we don't have any social media for the show. But you can find every episode of the show. Yes, everywhere podcasts are available. But the home page, the landing page, the website, the internet cyber sp- cyberspace web page that you can surf the web to, you can find at fansnotexperts.com. That's fansnotexperts.com because we're fans. Not experts. Dot com. So that's it, my friends. Uh, thanks again for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you for finding this show. If you do follow me on Spotify, if you're listening to the show on Spotify, please hit the follow um, or the like or whatever it is. If you're on iTunes, I'd appreciate at least a two-star rating. You know, I don't know. Uh, but a five-star rating would really... Uh, mean that other people might find the show and you'll be like, ha ha, now you're listening to it too. Look what I did. Look what I made you do. Ha ha ha. So you can force this on other people, which I think is a wonderful treat. You know, just in time for the holidays right around the corner. Can't believe I'm saying that in September. I'm losing my mind because it's late. I'm going to bed. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Until next Tuesday, my friends, may the force be with you. Fans not experts.